What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Welcome back, everyone. Who are you grateful for today? I am grateful for my daughter's dress being there on time, in time for prom. That's what I'm grateful for. Sounds stupid, but I am. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. Fit like a glove. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Got the shoes. She's wearing one of her other ones. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's funny because the seamstress didn't realize that Aaliyah had already had her shoes on, like when she was going to like whatever Mm -hmm. and she goes wow this just barely needs anything just a little strap here and if you want this and do you want like cups whatever so she goes and if you put on heels it won't even need to be hemmed then Aaliyah goes i already have heels she goes well go bigger and Aaliyah stuck out her foot and she's like oh (laughs) they're already massive (laughs) they're already mad she's like wearing five inch and a platform so she goes uh yeah you can't go bigger than that so she had to get you know and it's just annoying because it's like layers and they charge per layer and of course it's like a five layer dress you have to get it altered there uh no but rosie did the same rose rose did the same thing for her i can't even tell you how much rose charged me for her prom just because of the layers you know so it's a little annoying it's busy season so they're like if you Uh, want it you gotta pay exactly and this girl is like She'll have it done in a couple of days. We're oh, going to go pick it up on the 17th, actually. So, because we didn't want to rush her. Uh, you know? so you can't like, even see the shoes, can you? Nope. Oh, I was, you know, I didn't even think of that. Well, it's because every other dress she's ever, well, no, her Sweet 16 dress was sh- covered too. But every other dress my daughter wears is either short or it has a huge slit where you could see the shoe. Yeah. This one, you can't I didn't see even the think shoe. Of that. Yeah. She was like going crazy wanting new shoes, but like you can't even see them. And that's exactly what I was telling her. I'm like, why don't you <laughs> save this money that you want to buy your prom shoes with and yeah. go get graduation shoes? Because, you know, you have to wear wedges across their new surf yeah. turf. <laughs> surf, 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 and turf. Surf and turf. <laughs> Yum. Um, and I'm like, you can get a graduation dress or you can get graduation shoes or something like yeah. that. You know, nobody's going to see your damn feet anyway. Yeah. You know? And you're going to take them <laughs> off. Wearing a black Let's dress, you're going to wear black shoes. Come on. And you're going to take them off. Yeah. Exactly. Let's be honest. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. So, yes. So, I am grateful that it's in. I was telling Listen, same when I got here, that when I went to the place, there was protesters outside, like five <laughs> of them. Which I think is so funny. And it was on the channel. It was on our local news station because... <laughs> people's dress i mean the daughter's prom is a week two three weeks away and their dress still isn't in but i said i know when we went for the dress thank you zane when we went for the dress um she was very like if you want this dress you need to order it by friday like i'm not kidding you because you won't get it so i think i think a lot of the problems with people not getting their dress is either they ordered it too late or it's coming like a delay from the designer but these are like custom like they take your measurements and they custom make it for you you know what i'm saying so it's like uh, like Alyssa said go to macy's and get your damn dress or get one off the fucking thing you know should have ordered it sooner yeah or listen maybe these people did order it way in advance and And, they're pissed because it's not here yet and i would be pissed too i would be wholly (laughs) hot pissed but it wouldn't be her fault right if you're seeing that it was ordered on the day that you ordered it and she showed you that and she's showing you the email from the designer saying it's doing on this date what more can this poor girl do you know what i'm saying so i do really feel bad for her i've had nothing but pleasant experiences and (laughs) like Aaliyah's dress is in and it fit great other than like her little straps and the length um so i'm i'm excited i'm excited that it is working out perfectly you didn't have to go protest no i did not but my truck looked fine in the background (laughs) it was just crazy (laughs) and i'm like see i love my truck <sighs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> okay, Alyssa, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for our new refrigerator. Oh, it's pretty, yeah. guys. It's pretty. She's beautiful. It's the Samsung Bespoke fridge. The Wahoo? Samsung Bespoke. Bespoke. Yeah, B E S P O K E. Fun fact, uh, I can't spell out loud. So if that was wrong, sorry. Bespoke, yeah. Bespoke, okay. I think. Bespoke. It's, yeah. Okay. Um, it's got no handles. And it's got like a beverage center, so it's got like an automatic fillable like uh, water pitcher. That shit was fire. That's Just my saying. favorite part. That was that was fire. That's my favorite part because yeah, we have the other thing too that you can hold your cup there and it fills your cup. Oh, but that but shit takes it's like a, take a pee pee. You know, <laughs> you could just go like this, like drip. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's nice. You take it out, and I could fill my whole Stanley cup with it. Um, I haven't put any fruit in it yet because I 
we have been using it a lot just for regular water. You know what I mean? So if we're not in the mood for... I like I like having the pitcher. It's a quick water fill. Right, 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 right. So if right, we don't right. want the cucumber or whatever the fuck. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. But um, yeah, that's my favorite part of it. It's got like a flex drawer in the middle. It can be freezer or fridge. We've been using it just for fridge because um, the freezer is also a deep freezer. So it's massive. We don't really need it. And we also have other fridges in this house that we could fill too. We have the downstairs fridge with our back stock also. Um, but yeah, it's a really, really nice fridge. I love it. I put like Lazy Susans in it yesterday for our little like condiments and stuff. Um, and yeah, I'm just having fun organizing it. And it just looks pretty and I love her. That- it's, it's crazy because it feels like so much bigger. It's not that much bigger, but it feels like our fridge is empty when the other one felt like packed. It's just like better organized and everything. But yeah, that water pitcher was worth every penny. That's Such a very, silly little very thing. Because now you get it off of your counter. Yes. Like if I can get it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be so beautiful. I know. Um, but no, it's it's very pretty. No like, yelling at everyone. Why didn't you fill up the, the pitcher after you took water? Because it just does it automatically. Does it for you? That's just. Oh my god. I know. If By the time this episode comes out, hopefully it's still on sale. I got an amazing sale on it because it is an expensive fridge. But I was like, oh, my God, it's like freaking almost half off. So I'll link it down below for you guys. I got it from Home Depot and I got the warranty. I know everyone says shit about Samsung, um, but I got like a five year warranty on it. And honestly, I don't think anything's going to go wrong. Knock on wood. I think it'll be fine. Um, and the people that delivered it were amazing if you guys watch my vlogs i showed some of it they came in and they like helped us take out the old one and they had these straps and they do it like it's nothing it's amazing like imagine trying to move a fridge out of your house like that sounds like a whole ordeal they just make it so easy oh i, I know it when me and ever did it yeah fuck that god That's and we hard. did it with the strappy things too but it didn't fit through it oh. didn't fit through any of my doors so oh. we had to take the sliding glass doors oh my off. god Talk about a... F- and then it still didn't fit. After we took, like, the one glass, like, they have the stationary piece that doesn't move. I mean, you could take it off, but holy, like, job and a half. Yeah. But, you know, like, when you open your sliding glass door, this that overlap. So we, we took that one door yeah. out. And it still didn't fit. So we had to, like, open... Did you take off the handle? No, it still didn't work with taking off the really? handle. So we had to open the door. Yes, and like, we did that too. And then like open the other door. I'm like, holy shit, what a pain in the ass. Yeah. But we finally got her in. And I, mine's not that big, yeah. you know, so stupid. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> to have someone do it for you. They come. He came in with a tape measure. He was measuring all the ways and like seeing which way to bring it in. Nice. And he was like, yeah, like very, very smart with it beautiful yeah so it was awesome so and very grateful for her it is very pretty it's gorgeous pretty. and it's cool i don't know if you know this i don't think i told you this the panels on the front you know how it's stainless steel mm-hmm. you can change it all they have all different colors you can just pop off the panels oh that's awesome isn't that cute that's very awesome I, they have like a um like a emerald green kind of color i want to do during christmas time very cool that's fun right yeah Why that's not? awesome that's awesome. I probably wouldn't do like the neon pink or whatever, but I feel like the like muted kind of colors would be really pretty. I, the green I'm looking at, I want to do that. That's I think that very would be cool. fun. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. And it's funny that you mentioned a lazy Susan because I saw a TikTok and this guy was like, oh, Amazon finds da 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 And I was just sitting there with my jaw to the floor watching this. I'm like, look at that. It like came out. It spun around. He had his pickles up front and center. And then he oh, yeah. took it out and spun it around. And yeah. I was like, that is fucking genius. Yeah, because I had a bunch of like clear like bins. And I just feel like you couldn't really see everything. And I'm like, this would be perfect. That's literally what I put on there. Pickles, banana peppers, you know, like our jars. Yeah. And you could spin it around. And then the other one I put almond milk, like chocolate syrup. Like our creamer, like all that kind of shit on the other one. That's I'll so show you. No, those are fucking genius. Yeah, I and mean, our fridge is big enough that we can take the room up. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it, no, it's genius mm-hmm. because how many times does somebody open something else in my house because they can't see it that it's already yes. open? Because mine is deep; it's very narrow. I have a side by side, so they're like narrow, but it's deep. But it's like you know, you know, people they don't really actually look for shit if Maybe it's you not right do in lazy front of them. In there. Maybe just on like one shelf to yeah. do like stuff like that. Maybe I that could be nice. Listen, once Aaliyah gets out, <laughs> we're organized. I know kids never put shit back where it's, it's supposed ridiculous. to go. It's like you not know, that right she's a little there. kid, but you know, yeah, people in general never put shit back where you want it. It's terrible. Although I'm very impressed, I will say with Zane, I organized our like um top drawers in the bathroom where we keep like you know 
deodorant, toothpaste, toothbrush, whatever. And I did his in like oh, little in bins. all those bins. I remember, yeah, when you did he it. He keep he keeps it beautiful. Even his nightstand, I did for him too. Everything's in its spot. He's got his AirPods, his lotion, his chargers, whatever he needs. They're all in the little spots, and he keeps it. He keeps it nice. I'm impressed. That's My very nightstand nice. is actually a hot mess, and he opened it. I was like, don't even look. He's like, he's like, mine's good. <laughs> he's like, yours is looking messy. <laughs> anyways um what else has been going on i went um to the ed sheeran concert with my parents what a fucking weekend what a fucking weekend wait is that a good or a bad what a fucking weekend (laughs) i mean the show was great but it was a fucking doozy i drove because my mom's car needed like oil or something and i'm like it's fine so it was all the way in um philadelphia at the stadium where the eagles play football like a football stadium so drive there was was fine honestly um and the concert was good but getting out of that stadium was torture first of all i wore converse bad move bad move my parents you guys know them they like to make everything an experience so we had to get to the concert at 4 p.m so we were standing on our feet for like six seven hours the whole time yeah didn't have an ounce of alcohol because a i just didn't really feel like it and b i didn't want to have to pee because we were on the floor so but but we were so close which was really cool um and khalid opened and some girl named uh dylan who's from like the same area as ed sheeran apparently she was really cool too never heard of her but khalid i love so that was amazing he's Mm. so like he's so like um ever seen him perform no he's so like smiley and vibey and he would like point someone out in the crowd and be like i see you hi i love you too no he has always been that humble sweet kind of persona like it just he he radiates Mm -hmm. joy Mm -hmm. you know yes and i've never seen him in real life but i'm saying just in everything i mean his music just uh, i've always loved yeah he's just like a vibey guy yeah 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 so i really so he's like that in real life yeah that's awesome such a sweetie um and then ed's was i mean he's just a talent he's insane he has like the footboard foot pad whatever it's called where he'll you know one another one and then yeah and he said he's like all my other tours, this is all I do. He's like, but I have like some new songs with collaborations and stuff that I just took off the list because I couldn't do them. And he was like, that's so sad. Like, I want to perform these songs. So he's like, I'm bringing a few people from my band like on stage, like for a few songs he did. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was a round stage in the middle. And then his like keyboard player and music director was like right next to us on like a little stage and there were like little stages around him. So we were like right next to the guy, like doing the backup vocals and the piano and stuff. It was cool. But yeah, the footboard, he was explaining how he'll do like, uh, you know, a chord on his guitar and he'll hit loop and then he'll do like a vocal and he'll hit loop. And a few times he was like, oh, I didn't get it right. This is how you guys know it's live. And he would restart. (laughs) Um, But he performed for two hours and 15 minutes running around, constant singing, like didn't even take a break. Wow. Like props. You know what I mean? That's I, I was like, oh my god, I'm exhausted, and I'm just standing here watching him. Like I, I, I turned to my parents at one point. And I was like, I can't believe he's still going. Wow! <laughs> like this is long. It was so long. He had fire, fireworks, and at the end, he he like you know went away, and then he came back for two more songs, and he was in an Eagles jersey. Very cool. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Um. So he put on an amazing concert. I don't know a lot of his like. Newer. off radio songs <laughs> right right right. i right. only know like the popular ones but there was a point where he was like okay now's a point in my concert where even your grandma will know these songs <laughs> <laughs> i was like me <laughs> um but yeah it was it was really good um what else there was a guy at the end when we were walking out and he was wasted and it was so funny he was must have been with his other friends and his wife his wife's behind him taking a video and he's going to the crowd i guess like the eagles chant is like e hey like they spell out eagles and then they go eagles and he just kept doing it and the crowd kept doing it with him you would have died so the security guard comes by him and he's like she's like you gotta get down you gotta get down like an older woman and he's like 
one more time, one more time. And she's like, sir, you gotta get down. And the whole crowd was loving it. And the wife was behind him filming him, hysterical laughing. It was so funny. And she's like, all right, get down. And then he goes up to her and he puts his arm around her. And she's like, okay. And does it with him. That's pretty funny. It was so, so funny. Um, But other than that, we made friends with the girls next to us. And then they got into a fight with some girl because they tried to go in front of her. And I was like, this is why I don't like standing because people get fucking rowdy and you can't hear them. So then they get like, you know, sassy with each other. The girl in front of me was like a younger girl with her grandpa. Grandpa stood there the whole time. I was very impressed. Aww. But she lived, she watched the concert through her phone, you guys. And not to sound like a boomer, but I'm like, I wanted to tap her on the shoulder and be like, put it down for a few songs. And not like just holding it next to her and looking, like looking through the phone. Also, singing so loud. I was like, girlfriend, tomorrow you're going to watch those videos back and all you're going to hear is you. <laughs> That's all you're going to hear. Anyways, yeah, it was a fun time, but we, the concert ended at about. 10 30 i think we did not get out of that parking lot until 12 30. this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in williamsburg virginia there's never too much of a good thing whether you're a foodie a golfer a history buff a shopaholic an outdoor enthusiast or a thrill seeker you'll find what you came for here and more so ask yourself what is it you want Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The anxiety I had sitting in my car in that parking lot knowing I couldn't go anywhere. Oh my god. That's me 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 in places like that don't go well I don't together. Mix. I we don't, don't go well together. And I'm tired. I'm thirsty. We drank nothing. I have to pee. I'm starving because we ate at three o'clock. Oh. I was like, if I don't get to Wawa in five minutes <laughs> and I left my Kindle in the hotel room. If I Wait, Kindle, were you gonna read at a Ed Sheeran concert? No, 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 no. But I should have brought it so that if I had to sit in the parking lot after for two oh, hours, dumb ass. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> the two hour waiting period in a parking lot. <laughs> like if I had my Kindle, I would have just sat in my car and read. Gotcha. But like Sorry. no one, yeah, because <laughs> like no one was moving at all. I could have left it in my glove box, you know. You know, we were looking at Temple University for Aaliyah, and that's where her, the team plays and the marching band plays at. At the Lincoln at, Financial yeah, Center? At the, yeah, whatever the Eagles yeah, play yeah, yeah. at. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, yeah, we sat for so fucking long. And then we get out, and it's like cops are blocking roads. It's like, why? Mm. There's no way they do that every weekend and make people wait two hours to get out of the parking lot. Because they're blocking ways, so people have to, like, make a right one way. So it's like, obviously, the stadium holds, I think. My dad looked it up, like, 67,000 people. And that's just the seats. The whole floor was covered. You know what I mean? Like, that's just at a football game, 67,000 people. So it's like, to think of all those people trying to squeeze out of one exit. It's going to take two hours. It was ridiculous. I should have hopped a curb. That's how I was feeling. And then everyone's like, you know, everyone's like in park with like their head like this. <laughs> like just sitting there waiting miserable. Like we're all in the same boat. Oh yeah, my God. that's when either you gotta like just go to your car, sit there, read, go take a little nap. No, my parents, let, yeah, let my it, parents fell asleep. I was like, fuck. Either that or you like you leave a little earlier to beat the traffic. It's like either I or. I suggested like, that, <laughs> but my mom was like, no. <laughs> My dad was like, we'll just stay, we'll just stand here for longer. I'm like, my feet hurt. I'd rather sit in the car and wait. He's like, oh, it'll be at least 20 minutes before we get out of here. 20 minutes turned into two hours. Two hours wow. since the concert ended. I was like, love you, Ed, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I said, if I was him, if I was the performer, I would have been like, what's going on? All my people are sitting here. But my mom's like, he's probably already on a fucking plane to the next place. <laughs> 
like probably true right yeah wow well i'm glad that it was it was an experience a nice experience right that means time with your parents is always a nice experience yes a little tension and agitation but we made it through (laughs) we made it to wawa at 12 45 and i got my sandwich and i was a very happy girl and the, the beds were actually very comfortable it was like kind of like a you walked into the hotel and you're like who but the beds were comfy so at least we got a good sleep beautiful yeah oh my god then the next day we're driving home and my thing's like save a few minutes and take the belt i was like okay get onto the belt an accident we're sitting there people have their car in park meanwhile if i would have just kept going the other way i see people flying by us right so i'm looking at my my uh like the the estimated time of arrival goes up 30 minutes goes up an hour I was like, oh, my oh. fucking God, I'm getting PTSD from last night. I can't go anywhere. Then I was like, what if I put my car in reverse and everybody just collectively backs up and goes back on that road? And my parents were like, no, just stay here. Da, da, da. And then people behind me started reversing and leaving. I was like, guys, it's happening. <laughs> but the two cars behind me didn't. So oh. I couldn't. But then it, it I guess the accident was on. cleared like, up. Yeah. yeah, they cleared it. And then we ended up getting home. But I was just like PTSD. Oh, my God. That's frustrating. I, oh. It's frustrating when it's just like that. When, just when you're like, oh, save you know, save yeah, like twenty great. minutes by going this way, and as soon as you veer Dead off stop. that way, it's like now it's a brand new accident. Now you're gonna be sitting here for two hours. Yeah, and you can't go anywhere because it's a ramp, so yeah. they have to clear it. Oh my god, it's so annoying. But they cleared it pretty quickly. I would assume they prioritize that because it's a ramp. It's like a yeah, yeah. the bottleneck of it all. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah major. Ooh. Yeah. So that was that. That was my weekend. It was very eventful. And Zane went away for a tennis um, tournament, too. So we both had eventful weekends. His drive there was, like, in a thunderstorm. Yeah. And he just had a time, too. So when we got home, we were just, like, sitting for, like, an hour and just, like, talking about, like, how people are so annoying and no one knows how to function. (laughs) (laughs) That was that. Yeah, and I did nothing. Nice. I don't think I did anything. Yeah. Nice. Boring. Nice, relaxing weekend. Love that. Oh, no. Well, we went out for Leah's dress. That was Sunday. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, that's what go. we did on Sunday. That's what you did. And yeah, that was that. Nice. Parte. Okay, well, we're going to read some emails. We're going to do some advice emails. We have a few urgent ones. So we're going to get to you guys first. Hopefully we are urgent enough or on time. Um, and the first one is relationship advice. ASAP, please. Okay. So here we go. Hello, ladies. I am in dire need of some advice. Sorry, this might be long, but I need help. To start, I'll give you some backstory of my current relationship. We met when we were teenagers, but my now boyfriend left for the military when he was about 18, 19, and we became long distance friends over the years. We talked on the phone all the time and would always give each other relationship advice. We had always had crushes on each other when we weren't in relationships, but he was always away living in other states. Once we were older and both single, he offered to help fly me out to see him and spend Thanksgiving with him and his friends. I was already kind of caught up on a boy back home, so when I went out there, I wasn't the best at giving us a fair chance to have something since I was distracted. I told him I just wanted to be friends, and I went back home and had many failed relationships over the years. I worked on myself and sought out therapy to better myself. We ended up reconnecting after his crazy ex-fiance made him block me over the years. We were both single again and reconnecting, and he wanted to come visit. He came out to where I live in Arizona around December and spent about a month visiting family and friends. We spent a lot of time together and decided to start dating. We were long-distance dating from January to July. During that time, my family decided to move to Texas, and he, ironically, also had military orders to move to Texas also, about two and a half hours away from where my family was moving to. So I said, what the heck? And we decided to move together since I felt like I've known him for so long and things were going amazing. He was confident, and we had a blast together and took many trips to see each other during the long distance. We even did a trip for my birthday to New York City to see a Broadway show since he was living in Connecticut. Sorry, I have like the hiccups. Fast forward to current day, we are now on the verge of breaking up. We moved to Texas in July 2022, and we've had our struggles that every relationship probably has when they moved in together. 
like getting used to communication styles, learning how to share feelings with each other. We both grew up with traumatic childhoods and we're struggling with sharing our feelings and communicating in healthy ways. But we were amazing at living together, like roommates. Our financials are amazing. Our compromise with house decor is and and etc. is great. We are amazing friends, but I feel like we aren't lovers. We have struggled with our intimacy and our deeper connection since we moved in together. We started couples counseling and we're slowly getting better with our communication and learning how to talk in healthier ways without turning into heated arguments. We're taking small steps in the right direction, but some of my boyfriend's past childhood traumas cause him to hide a lot of his feelings and he doesn't know how to share them or put words together. But now my boyfriend is saying that he hasn't focused so much on the relationship. He has focused so much on the relationship that he feels like he's lost himself. He says it's too overwhelming and he wants to work on his own issues with his past trauma and he doesn't think he can do it while he's in a relationship. I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, I feel like we're doing better growing together. True love to me is sticking by each other's side during hard times, as long as it isn't abusive or getting to be too toxic. He always says that he doesn't feel heard by me or understood, but the crazy thing is he never tries to share his feelings with me. And the rare times that he does, it comes off wrong and creates an argument between us. I try to stick to our community communication tips from therapy but he tends to get off track when i try to redirect us or have it be healthier and less of an argument he gets upset and says i don't listen to him or hear his feelings he recently told me that he didn't have enough me time and we worked on that together so we could have our me time but also while balancing daily responsibilities like helping with the dogs and the house chores and having time for us I thought we resolved those feelings, but now he's saying he was trying to tell me that he's losing himself and he's about to have a mental breakdown because he needs to work on himself individually by processing his past traumas. We were both working individually on ourselves, going to the gym a lot, focusing on my health more, and he was getting more me time and I was doing the same. I also made attempts to find stuff for, for us to relax, connect, and supporting him in his me time and hobbies. I am now staying at my parents' house with the dogs, and I tried to talk to him and give us a chance before I decide to completely move out and find a new place. I asked him if we could go to therapy and figure it out together, and he says that he will go individually and let me know once he decides what to do based on his mental health. I definitely understand taking care of yourself and your mental health is important to me, but I should be taking this as a sign. Should I be taking this as a sign to just walk away? We've been together for over a year and it's hard to just give it up because we are going through a rough patch. But part of me feels like maybe he doesn't love me the same and is not sticking by my side, especially through these tough times. He says that he thinks he's not ready for a relationship, but we've been in it for over a year now. He says he can't be the man that I need or want because he's broken and he needs to work on himself in therapy. I appreciate that he wants to work on himself, but I feel like we should be leaning on each other instead of him just taking out, just taking our relationship off the plate. I'm not sure I should keep trying and be there for him or work it out. I should take this as a sign that he doesn't love me the same, especially because I uprooted my whole life out here and invested in our home and our family. And this would be a big decision if he keeps the decision of breaking up. I feel like I'm trying to convince him to stay and that's not a good feeling either, especially because I already offered for us to do the therapy session and talk about everything and he originally said no and we are just done. I also told him that in life, everything's going to have flaws and past traumas, the grass isn't always greener and we'll have to work on it eventually with someone else with someone else if we break up. So pick your person, go through the hard times together and grow. I'm just feeling like maybe I'm not his person. I just want to feel like we're on a team and in this together, but... He says he's mentally and emotionally not in a good place this whole relationship. I felt walls up from him and felt more like enemies. I feel like he is this way because of his past traumas. What would you do? I'm 28 and he is 31. Wow. It's sad. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think breaks are silly. I think either break up or work through it. Yeah. Zane and I have never taken a break ever. Okay, uh, I just do. I, I just do. I, I just want to say something, um, mm-hmm. if I understood it correctly. When um, when they had broken up and he went off to the military, she went and she worked on herself and she got her mental health in check and she yeah. took that time to heal over her past traumas. He didn't have that time. And then they like 
got back together. And this story starts out when they're 18, 19-ish years old. And now they're 28. That's that's 10 years. And I feel like you guys just sort of fell back into what you once were. But there's been a lot of growth on both of your parts. And I think the fact that you went through a process of healing, working through your past traumas, going to therapy, working on yourself that you said you had the opportunity to do – he hasn't had that opportunity. Yeah, if he's telling you that's what he wants, you got to give him what he wants. And I think, like, I also agree with, like, if you're in a, like, what Liz said, like, if you're in it, you're in it, you fight through together. Yeah. But I feel like you guys, from jump, haven't really been in it together. Mm. Like, I, I feel like it was like, okay, let's just do this now. It makes sense. You're being stationed there. I'm moving there. Let's just move kind in and make it well work. Yeah. And I feel like because he's never worked on himself... I feel like it'll never work with you guys. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily think that you need to permanently give up on a situation, but I think maybe, maybe a small breakup. It needs to be a breakup, not like, oh, I just need time away. And then like, no, don't wait on him. Yeah. If one day your paths cross again, go for it. Great. Yeah. Because it did already 10 years later. Right. Again, maybe the timing wasn't right. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think you deserve to be appreciated, loved, and felt wanted in the relationship. And at the same time, I think he needs that time to heal and go through therapy and work on himself. Yeah, at least so, he's being honest. Like, yeah. I can't give you what you want because I need, I'm not good. Right. So you should be like, all right, I deserve someone that can give me their attention. You go figure yourself out. Right. And then if it comes back that he gets his work and you guys cross paths and great, yeah. you know, maybe it'll work. But I think holding on to something. Yeah. I don't think it'll be good. You yeah. know, I, I mean, think you he said needs, it yourself in this email. Yeah. yeah it know? was a very well-written email. I felt like, you know, you hit all the points and I think, you know, like, you know what the answer is, but at the same time, you're like, well, fuck, I would be by his side. I would help him through everything. But sometimes you need to work through your own shit. And he I doesn't think right want now, that. yeah, he needs to be able to work through it yeah. his way. You don't want to force yourself. Yeah. Like, force yourself into his life when he doesn't want it. That'll just make it even worse. He's yeah. being honest. He's like, I can't. And she said it in here, something about, like, I've been doing everything for his me time. Yeah. No, that's... Like, you shouldn't be putting effort yeah. for his time. Like, yeah. let his me time be his me time, you know? Yeah. And uh, let, let him, him figure it, sh- you know? Yeah, let him go on his journey alone. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, you know? And yeah, sure, you have money invested. And, you know, you said you uprooted yourself. But in all fairness, you said your family was going there anyway. So, mm-hmm. like, you are you still have your family there. You're not, like, deserted by yourself with nowhere to go. You know, yeah. I think just... Take a break, you know, like let him figure his shit out. And if you guys come back together, I think it would mm-hmm. be a great relationship at that point. I think holding on to it right now when it's very obvious that he has issues he needs to work through. Yeah. I think is just it, it, you're setting yourself up for failure. Totally. Damn. Good luck. Good luck. Okay. okay should i still be her bridesmaid (laughs) it says urgent oh my god Uh, okay hi ladies i'm a listener from the uk and i really need your advice my best friend is getting married at the end of july and i'm a bridesmaid we met at work six years ago and we've been best friends ever since wait this july you're gonna quit on her a month before two months before her wedding i mean let's see why she might deserve it less okay (laughs) our our partners have also become good friends and we would always do everything together as a four like go on meals dates holidays together at the start of this year my friend met a girl we'll call her megan through her fiance and they've quickly become good friends so much so that she asked Megan to be a bride, bridesmaid seven months before the wedding. Myself and other bridesmaid, bridesmaids felt uneasy about this as we haven't even met Megan. And it was a very new friendship. We felt that it was way too early to ask someone to be your bridesmaid at your wedding when you had only known them for a few months. My friend and Megan began spending all of their time together and she really wasn't there for me when I needed her. 
For example, I had an atopic pregnancy at the start of the year and had to have emergency surgery and have a fallopian tube removed. During this time, my best friend made no effort to see me or check in on me, but I would see on Instagram that she was with Megan. Myself and other bridesmaids expressed our concerns about Megan, and she said how... She said how we feel like we are being pushed away and replaced. Um, it was like she had no time for us and only had time for Megan as she was her new shiny be- new best friend. My friend actually fell out with one of the bridesmaids and told her that she no longer wanted her to be part of the wedding due to this. Since then, nothing has changed and I still feel like I have been replaced. There has been several events and days out when I've not been invited, but Megan has. Things we would normally do together as couples, uh, we have have since been replaced with Megan and her boyfriend. I no longer feel like we are as close as we used to be. I have spoken to my friend about this on several occasions and said I no longer feel like I have a best friend. She told me she doesn't see me as her best friend, but sees me and Megan as both being her best friends. And we're... um, we are on par with each other. This is so hurtful considering I have been her best friend for six years and been there for her and she's known Megan for less than a year. The main reason I need advice is that we have friends. Oh, a friend's hen this weekend, a bachelorette party. Um, A friend's hen? A friend's hen. It's, it's, a bachelorette party. Uh, you know <laughs> what that is, and I know. <laughs> because I'm we impressed. read an email once before about head. it. Yeah. Oh my God, I never heard that. In three weeks, and I'm really unsure whether to go or not. I don't want to have a fallout with her, and I do want to be her bridesmaid, but I feel so disrespected and replaced. I've spent so much money for this wedding, including the hen weekend, paying for my own hair and makeup, my shoes, accommodations, the night of the wedding, and I feel like this is not appreciated. What should I do? Thanks. A very upset listener. I'm going to give advice that you guys might not expect from me. Go ahead. I would just go. I would still go. I definitely was not expecting yeah, that. I would. Because, well, okay. Here's the thing. I, I do understand you writing in how you feel. I get it. You feel like you guys are super close and now this new girl came in and da-da-da. I also, though, on the other hand, don't believe that, oh, well, you only know her for a year and you know me for six. So, you know, da da da. And it's like, you could meet someone and feel like your soulmate, best friends. Absolutely. So I don't think that that really plays a factor. I, but I get why you're saying it because it's like, we've been friends for so long. I should take priority. But if she's like, listen, you're my best friend. This girl, new girl's my best friend too. I just really like her. I, but I get how you feel, but I don't think it's a reason to pull out of a wedding. You've spent so much money on it. You already paid for everything. Just go on The Bachelorette, try to have fun, go to the wedding. It's six hours, seven hours, and then just move on. If you want to distance yourself from her after that, then go for it. But like, I don't think that this is a massive thing that you have to pull out of the wedding for. I agree with Alyssa. You do? I do. Yeah. I do because I feel like I feel like you're very hurt that this new girl came in and yeah. kind of stole your best friend. Yeah. Exactly what Alyssa said. It just doesn't matter like the amount of time. I understand that you feel like yeah. you've been her faithful friend. Yeah. I think it's extremely fucked up that when you went through what you went through, she wasn't there yeah, for you. I think that that's yeah. a very hurtful thing. I also think it's fucked up that she's totally replaced you and your man with the going out as a foursome. Like that's, (laughs) that's like kind of shitty also. Yeah. Um, but you love her and she's your best friend and okay. She has another one. You'll have to share her. I also believe in like, just sort of like the last email. Like, do you, do you stand by just because you're in that relationship kind of thing? And it's like, I don't think walking away from a friendship just because she has another friend Mm -hmm. and walking away from this wedding, especially since you've already paid for everything, is going to do anybody justice. I think I think it'll hurt her. I think it'll hurt you. Yeah. I think you might have regret in the end. I think she you know, I I don't think it would play out good if you were not to go to this wedding. Mm -hmm. I think it would cause more harm than good, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think if you didn't go, I think you'd be sitting home stalking Instagram and looking at all these pictures. Oh, she's with Megan. Yeah. And I, 
exactly you like with that i think stop looking you yeah. know like it's like mute, when something the mute stings, is magical yeah when it stings it's yeah. only you're 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 self-inflicting by keep looking yes. you know so mute her block her whatever you need to do with megan so that you're not seeing these in your face you know yeah i would just do a nice mute i can't even tell you how many people i've muted and not even like people that i don't like whatever if something like i see some and maybe they're not doing anything wrong, but it causes me to feel a certain way or compare myself or whatever. Mute. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't yeah. need to see it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're doing something bad or wrong or I don't like them. It's right. just it just makes you feel that, a certain way. Yeah, so I don't need to see it. Yeah. And I would say maybe after the wedding, after, this way you get to enjoy it. She gets to enjoy it. You're not Yeah, remember she's probably drama. stressed and she's probably going through a lot too. And you know, think of like a relationship. Like the newness of something is always fun, right? It's like a kid with a new toy, you know? They'll always remember their old toys and they tend to go back to their old toys, but mm. this is new and shiny. Just like you said, it's her shiny new friend. Yes. You know, she's giving a little bit of extra to her shiny yeah. new best friend. And I'm sure it hurts. Like I can, mm. I can totally envision being in your spot and I yeah. can understand how hurtful yeah. and how betrayed sort of you might feel, but don't look so deep into that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like ask her, like, why don't you plan something? Be like, hey, me and my whatever, like you guys boyfriend, go on a fiance, double date. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Like, let's go here on this night and yeah. see if she'll go with you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she will. Yeah. And I would say like after the wedding and everything else is over, I would then say, I just want to let you know, like, I love you. You're my best friend. Da, 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 da. But I was very hurt that you weren't there for me. Like, don't say it now. But I'd say after the wedding, because I think that's the, the thing that kind of sparked it for you is that she wasn't there for you when you yeah. went through your difficult time. Yes, I would wait until after the wedding. It's only two months away. Mm-hmm. And I would then just say. As my best friend, I had hoped you would have been there for me. I understand you're planning a wedding and you were probably busy, but... She already kicked uh, someone out of the bridesmaids, too. Yeah, yeah true. It's <laughs> like, you know, like, just a check-in would have been nice, yeah. you know? Ugh, so Planning weddings uh. just brings out the ugly in people. Literally, how many times do you hear, oh, yeah, I lost a friend from yeah. planning my bridesmaids? I'm so happy I'm not doing that. I'm so happy. It seems all fun and dandy, and I'm sure in some weddings it is, but I am just glad that I'm not. Oh, man. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, good luck to you. Okay. This one might be spicy, guys. Urgent. Am I about to make the biggest mistake of my life? Ooh. Help. What's popping, everybody? I'm going to keep this short because I have a lot of shit to say. I love both of you so much. <laughs> Alyssa, I never knew how proud you could be of a complete stranger. You are doing the damn thing and you deserve every ounce of it. Jerry, you say things I've always needed to hear from my mom and I'm so thankful for that. Without even knowing, so many of these episodes have gotten me through what have felt like the hardest moments of my life. I appreciate you. <laughs> That's so cute. I can't. Thank you. Can't. All right. So here's why I'm writing in. I've been in a long distance relationship for the last year and a half. It's a 12-hour drive, and he comes with two dogs, and I come with a five-year-old. So, seeing each other hasn't always been the easiest. Usually, once a month, we take turns. Him coming here for a weekend, me going there the next. We met through a mutual friend. He had started seeing pictures of me on social media and was asking about me, but I had zero interest. I was doing me. He ended up visiting his hometown, where I live, for the holidays, and we met at a bar. I had reached out to him the next day to check in on the drive back home, and he we never stopped talking from there. It wasn't love at first sight. I wasn't swept off my feet. It was something we spent every day building, and at no point did it ever come easy. I was in a very ugly relationship with my daughter's father for five years. I was single for an entire year before meeting my now boyfriend, and honestly, I thought that I was healed from my past. I did the work. I was in a much better place. I finally loved myself again. And we have 50-50. So uh, we have 50-50. So with time, I got to start enjoying my early 20s and it felt really good. I think she means like 50-50 custody Mm -hmm. of the time. Um, When I met my boyfriend, the long distance was nice. I became extremely independent throughout the end of my relationship and the time spent alone afterwards. I really valued my alone time, just being comfortable with me and what I brought to the table. The small amount that we saw each other worked until it didn't. Each time it started to get a little harder and I would have days of sadness following leaving. 
Of course, we were working towards something, but I don't think that either of us saw ourselves falling in the way that we did. This man has the power to take my breath away, and that's not something I ever even shared with my child's father of all those years. He met my daughter six months in at a weekend camping getaway with all of my friends and family. I won't get too much into that because this is already long, but the love that these two share for each other is the only thing that I could have ever dreamed of having coming into a relationship with a kid. I love the way that he loves her. It's the biggest reason I'm still hanging on. I'm going to be completely honest here. I put this man through hell in the beginning. I didn't realize how fucked up I still was for my past until I fell in love with this man and he loved me through every bit of it. Our relationship started becoming very lonely and we were, quote, breaking up quite often. It never really lasted all that long, but in between, there was a lot of hurtful things done and said on both ends. The plan had always been for him to move back home. When it comes to co-parenting, it's like our past never existed. We get along really well now. Wait, the plan isn't always move back home. When it comes to co-parenting, it's like our past never existed. Okay. Is she talking about the new guy? I'm just going to keep reading. Okay. We get along really well now, and all that matters is our daughter, which means 50-50 for us, and I wouldn't have it any other way. My boyfriend has always respected that and understood what that meant for him if he wanted to stay with me. Some shit went down around Christmas time, and he had found out about a guy that I had kissed months back during one of our bullshit breakups. I'll admit, it wasn't my proudest moment, and I shouldn't have done it. I don't want to speak for him, but I think it would be fair to say that's when things changed for him. That's when everything changed. Things have been pretty rocky since, and it's been hard. The beginning of the new year was when the move was supposed to happen, and he called it off because of that. I guess rightfully so. But my heart completely broke at that moment. I had been hanging on to this date for so long. We were finally going to have what we wanted all this time, and now what? There was no game plan anymore. He came back around shortly after. We both had things that we wanted to work through. I began therapy, which was when I realized that I never healed from anything. I just shoved it all down and put on a happy face for the sake of my child. And after enough time had gone by, I just figured I had to be over it, which I was, but not subconsciously. It was all very much still there, and I had carried that into my relationship. I began therapy to try to understand why I was so fucked up. Why all these people around me who want to love me, I can't ever allow. This is a good man. He's not perfect by any means, but he loves me and the best way he knows how. But we fight so much. Our communication is terrible. We have both serious trust issues and add on long distance. It's hell. He has tried to be understanding of my love languages. So when he thinks he's doing everything that he can for me, but it's how he loves, not how I feel it. I'm ungrateful. He's busting his ass, trying to provide a good life for us, and I just need a fucking hug. But he doesn't get it. So I'm stuck over here yet again, trying to figure out why I can't let someone just love me. I found out a few months back during our last breakup that he had been talking to someone. I asked for my house key back, and he said some hurtful shit and blocked me. Where I probably should have taken the opportunity to begin moving on from this relationship all I saw was how much I love this man, and if I don't get my shit together, I'm going to lose him for good, and he and I, the thought of that, I couldn't take. Mm. He came back around like he always does, and he had started spending a lot more time where he lives. I was going more often and for longer periods. He would have to work a lot of it, so I would rent a car and essentially do my own thing. I started to fall in love with the state, and I had always... And it had always made my heart happy that the person I loved was thriving out there. Moving back home was never ideal. It just was what we thought we had to do. I'm going to be 24 this year, but honestly, I've lived so much life. And quite frankly, not much of it was ever fair or ever my choice at all. After coming back home and settling into this really dark space every time, I got sick of it and got this crazy... And got this crazy... I don't, can't make sense of it. Maybe that's an expression that we don't know of. Hair across my ass. I got this crazy hair across my ass. I've never heard Is that, that like before. the hair that when you're in the shower and it goes down your ass crack? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Uh, maybe that's a saying. I have no idea. I have to go Google Hair it. across my ass to ask my ex if we could move. At first, he wasn't on board, uh, but rightfully so. He had a lot to think about and he couldn't see how it could work for him. I dropped it and I moved on with my life, accepting that it wasn't going to happen, but that meant for my current relationship, 
to hurt. She wanted. She asked the ex if she can move with her kid out of state, and he, and he said, said no, no. And now she's realizing that it's just going to hurt her current relationship by not moving there. The long distance is killing us, and quite frankly, it's just not working. So someone was moving, or it was over. But I can't move on with my life not knowing. I could never move on from this relationship if I left it right here. I didn't do everything I could, and the what-ifs would destroy me. A few weeks later, my ex had come to me and let me know what he thought about things and had been thinking about them for far before I had mentioned it because, of course, eventually, someone was going to have to make the move. He was all in. My boyfriend was speechless. This was never in the plans for us, never something we have ever really talked about because what was the point? That was probably two months ago now. I had my apartment rented, a moving truck booked, and I'm self-employed and gave my jobs up come July. My daughter is enrolled in kindergarten where he lives. I called off the after-school program here for her, but that is just impossible. That is just impossible to get into. I couldn't get any more real than this. We have a four-week countdown. This is what I've been waiting for. He painted my daughter's bedroom pink for her. He pulled up the carpet and put hardwood in the floors in her room because he wants it to be the best space in the house. And still, I just don't know. Has it really been the long distance all this time? Will waking up next to each other and having conversations face-to-face fix things? Am I fucking crazy for this? The last time we saw each other was over two months ago. We both had a lot going on, and haven't been able to figure it out. I know how bad of a place it puts me in when I'm waiting to see him again. He, was on, he on the other hand, works 12-hour days, five to seven days a week to distract his mind from missing us. I know it's hard on him, but he doesn't show it. He thinks that he has to be the strong one in the relationship. He always tell, is the one that tells me to hold on a little bit longer and everything will be okay in the end. But I don't know if it's ever going to be. And I'm giving up so much to make this move happen. I know that neither of you have the right answer. And I think what's getting me the most is that there isn't a right answer. Either way could end in happiness or heartbreak. But am I stupid for thinking that this is fixable? Am I living in some fairy tale because this is the ending I want? My heart's in a million places right now. And I just need to stop. Thank you. Love Love you. you. Bye. Bye. Okay, I got kind of confused at the end of this. I'm not going to lie. Okay. What? What? How? So she's moving away from the dad. So she's taking the kid away. She's, she's moving the... in with the boyfriend. Correct. She's moving states. She gave up her daughter's um, after school, which is like a super hard thing to get into. She's pulling uh-huh. her out of that. So she is sort of giving up her life where she is, her freedoms, her her independence to go move into this with this boyfriend of hers Uh this boyfriend who they've had an extremely rocky relationship it's great it's not great and like she said it could end in heartache or um happiness and i believe either way it could end that way you know but she said in here very clearly she doesn't want it to end this way if she does not try this she's gonna have a life full of what ifs so to me Worst case scenario, it doesn't work out, but you won't have the what ifs because you tried. Um, And you said like this place, the state where he's living in gives you like peace when you're there. So it's like even if you go there, it doesn't work out with you two. This could still be you and your daughter's new fresh start to a new life. It doesn't necessarily need to be with him, you know. Um, I do think that distance is really tough on a relationship. And I think... I think it definitely could. You you slipped up, you said, and you gave him that doubt, and he has mistrust in you and stuff like that. You guys are definitely going to have to really communicate better, go through therapy, try to build this relationship from the ground up now, and uh, really put the work in it, both of you. And he needs to show you, and I think he's trying to by like trying to make your daughter feel like this is, you know, like she's home, this is she's here and everything else. But I think it he needs to give that to you. I also think you need to give it to him. I think that you need to be um, not throwing anything in his face. Never pull the, I moved all the way over here for you shit. Um, And I think vice versa. I think he shouldn't do the, I made all of this for you thing. I think you guys need to go in here. Like this is a neutral playing ground. And I think you guys need to start building your relationship from here. You know? 
And I think you should do it because you don't want to live a life of what ifs. I'm confused as to how this is not just like a no brainer. Because they have all the mistrust because she kissed some guy and, you know. But he's the one that wants this. And you said he's a great guy and you want to allow yourself to be all in in this relationship. So I would jump on that opportunity. Yeah, I think it's kind of it's it's scary to think that she's having doubt now because this is all she wanted. And when he didn't make the move to come to her and that whole deal fell through, she expressed in here how like there was no date, there was no plan and how she felt empty and stuff like that. So now that it is happening, I think she's just scared. I think that's what it is. I think she's scared to make this move. It's her leaving everything that's comfortable for her, her surroundings. She's lived there. It's her job, her career, her child, the school. I think it's just very, very safe, familiar things that she's uprooting and leaving everything for to go to a different state. And I think that's what it is. I think she's scared. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sure, be be scared. But I agree with Liz. Like, this is all, like, it seems through this email, like, all you've ever wanted was to be, be living together i mean she did say that their con- their um communication is shit right yeah and that they broke up like quite often so i think i guess as long as you guys work on that then i think this is a no-brainer yeah like he's a good guy he treats you good you said you're fucked up you need to you know you need to shove the shit down so figure it out in therapy you said you're already going yeah um and communicate with him that Sure, he provides, which is great, but you want more physical intimacy. Because you said, oh, he provides a good life, but I just need a fucking hug. Yeah, I think she was so like, he doesn't understand her him. love language, you know? Yeah. Like, he's doing what he thinks she needs, but yeah. when all she needs is a hug, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, like, the communication, I think, is obviously going to be the strong point. And I definitely think you going to therapy because you're saying, like, you thought you worked through it and you realize subconsciously it's just all there. Um, I think allow yourself to be loved. Allow him to love you. And... uh don't think there's an agenda or don't think like there's some something behind it, you know? Just let him love you. Yeah. And 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 your daughter because like you said one of the first in the very first paragraph one of the lines was is the way he loves your daughter is something that you could never imagine like somebody like that's all you've wanted, right? And it's like you have that now and you really have the opportunity to make a perfect family out of this. You know, and yeah, it's work. Every relationship is work. And the fact that you are aware of your imperfections and the fact that you need therapy and the fact that you guys don't communicate well, I think that you guys going into it know what the what your flaws are. And I think if you just work on that, you have the potential to having a very wonderful fairy fairy tale kind of life, you know? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. He said, you know, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. Ever does that shit to me and drives me crazy. Be okay in the Tell end. me how. Tell me how it's gonna be okay. <laughs> Tell me how. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't think you're making a mistake. I think I think this is not a, the biggest mistake of your life. I think it could be the beginning of an amazing life for you, your daughter, and him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. That's what I gotta say. I think that could be the last one. Okay. Well, listen. Listen. I really do wish you well. Yeah. Give us an update. Yeah. I want updates on all three. I, I want to know, do you stay in the wedding? <laughs> do you? And fuck Megan, okay? I Wait. would. I think the anxiety of having to tell her that you don't want to be in the wedding would destroy me. Yeah, and you know what? Can you give Megan a chance? Maybe Megan isn't so bad. Like, yeah, what you're if you like, like super Megan? jealous of Megan. Yeah. I, I mean, I would be too. The way she like... Listen, I think it all started with uh, she wasn't there for you when you went through your shit. So I think that with her now friending Megan, just like really, it's all Megan's fault. Where maybe it's not. And I can actually relate this to something in my life. And maybe Megan's not so bad. My sister. What about her? This new boyfriend came in and stole her and moved her to Texas. I didn't like it. But? But I gave Megan a chance. And? Megan's a nice person and he makes my sister happy. There you go. So? So it is what it is. But at first, sometimes it sucks. But you have to give people a chance. Right. 
and expressed it to them. I expressed it to my sister. You expressed it to your friend. And give that person a chance. Yeah. I think wait to after the wedding, though. Yes. Yeah, I think after the wedding. I think stay in the wedding. Have the best time of your life. Have Help your friend have the best day of her life, her yeah, wedding. Think about how you're feeling about all this shit and feeling, like, upset about all... 20 times that for her. Yeah. Of what the shit that she's going through. She had to lose a friend. And while maybe you think you know the whole story, you probably don't. You know what I mean? Because there's already uh, always how many sides list? Three. Yeah. Yours, mine, and the truth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. One of them's got to be true. Uh, everybody's got a little slight to their A little slight to Yeah, their there's story. just like a little slight mm. to every story. Yeah. A little, a little dramatization to make it yeah. seem a little <laughs> spice. Yeah. But, um yeah i hope everything works out for all the for for these three emails i hope it works in your best interest i hope you walk away from it better and happier yeah and like a bigger person be the bigger person and Mm -hmm. just yeah yeah that's all i gotta say that's that that's that all right guys sorry i just got distracted now this thing is going off guys thank you so much for listening i hope you have a great rest of your week and uh, we've got so many more advice emails so buckle up and if you want to send in an email agamilpodcast at gmail.com a-g-a-h-m-i-l podcast at gmail.com send them in just put in the subject line what you're writing in about so we know what it is okay love you bye (laughs)